Welcome to the Let's Be Honest About Business podcast. If you're anything like me, then you strive for us all to be honest with where we're at in our business rather than putting on a front. You can expect to hear about struggles and successes to everything in between from myself and others in business. I'm your host, Morgan, and through being honest with what I've struggled with, I'll be sharing practical tips on how to get out of your slumps and run the business of your dreams regardless of where you're at. Whether you're driving in your car or sipping coffee on your couch, I hope you find this information valuable. Let's hang out. Happy, happy Wednesday, everybody. I hope that you've been having an amazing week so far. Um, I love getting back on here um, and recording episodes and just uh, following up with you guys. Um, I did want to say the last episode that I recorded, not the last interview that I had, but the last episode that I recorded, I talked about storytelling and why it was important and how to do it. And I just want to say the responses that I got were overwhelmingly amazing. So thank you guys for reaching out. And I also loved you guys um, emailing me and telling me what your um, what your story was in your business and the things that you were going to share. So if you haven't yet listened to that episode, please do so and please email me because I love hearing from you. I love hearing the feedback that you have to share. And I also really love just getting to know you guys. It's really incredible just finding out who listens to this episode because when you have a podcast, you you know, you get stats and everything and um, it tells you how many downloads you have, but I truly never know who's listening. And so it's really cool to have people reach out to me and say like, hey, I've listened to your podcast and stuff and some people that I don't even know. And so it's just super encouraging. Um, So yeah, I always, always encourage you guys to reach out to me and I always leave my email in the show notes and also in the end of every episode uh, verbally. So um, so yeah, please, I hope you never feel like you guys can't reach out to me. I'm always, I'm such an open book. So I always love, love hearing from you guys. So just definitely want to keep encouraging that. Um, and yeah, also that just, uh, you know, kind of brings me back to this episode, uh, when you're done listening to it, if you ever feel free to, uh, reach out to me or you have more questions about the episode, um, please do so. I absolutely love it. (laughs) So, um, I think that's all I have to say about that. Um, Before I get started with today's episode, I do want to remind you guys to leave a review. The reviews definitely help this podcast get seen and they're super encouraging to me. And then also at the beginning of every single month, I will be buying three of you coffee on me for leaving a review. So please do so. Um, That definitely helps and it's super encouraging to me. And also, if you like these episodes, please feel free to screenshot and share them on your Instagram stories and make sure to tag me so that I can see that you are listening to the episodes. That is also super encouraging and makes me know that I should keep pushing episodes out for you guys. So today we are going to be talking about specializing and I'm going to go over the what, why, when, and how of specializing. So if you just heard me say specializing and your first thought was, oh my gosh, what is that? Don't worry. We're going to cover every single thing. But before I get started, I got to share my honest moment of the week because this is the Let's Be Honest About Business podcast. So if I can be totally honest, I'm actually getting out of a really weird funk that I've been in for the 
past couple months just dealing with comparison, envy, not really being sure of what it is that I was doing, etc. But honestly, I'm actually having a pretty good week here. So um, that is definitely the roller coaster of entrepreneurship. I feel like we have, you know, a couple good months and then a couple bad months and it really is just not a straight line going up. It really is just so up and down. And so um, really, I'm doing well. So um, so that's my honest moment of the week. I'm doing well. And I hope that you guys are, are as well. But please, again, feel free to email me and share your honest moment of the week. And let's have real conversation. I love it. So, okay. <laughs> um, I'm first going to talk about my story um, when it comes to specializing, uh, just so, so to kind of give you guys a little bit a backstory on where I was with photography. So I started my photography business in 2013 and I didn't go full time until the very, very end of 2013. Um, and I was just kind of forced into it full time. Originally photography was just something that I, I just had, it was an outlet. It was something that I wanted to do just because I enjoyed it. I really didn't plan on making money off of it, really didn't want to turn it into a business. And now, and now it is where it is. So obviously a lot have, a lot of change has happened. So, uh, when I first started photography, I did everything under the sun. I did couples. I did weddings. I photographed newborns and um, senior sessions. I did families. But what really, really made me so excited and so happy to leave the house were engagement sessions. And at the time, I didn't have a ton of weddings under my belt, but I knew I really also liked weddings as well. So when I was forced into photography full-time, and I don't know if I've really told the story on this podcast about my story going full-time, I do plan on talking about that, so it is a different story for a different day, but just know that I was forced into photography full-time, and when I did, I felt the pressure to just take on everything in order to make as much money as possible. I was living on my own. I had bills to pay. I didn't really have a lot of help from, you know, my family members. I was 18 years old. I was super young. And so I just took on whatever work would make me money. It didn't matter what it was or if it fulfilled me. It just was so I can make a paycheck. So fast forward to 2000 and 16 into 2017, I was just so burnt out on photography and I really did not like my job. And I realized it was because I was taking on work that really just didn't fulfill me and work that also wasn't making my business grow. Um, I had kind of plateaued in my business. I really wasn't making a, a ton of money. Um, and I actually do remember I was at a tax appointment, you know, and this this must have been 2015, I think, or no, 2016. I was at a tax appointment and I realized that I had made less money in 2016 than I did in 2015. And I cried in front of the, the guy that I was doing taxes with because I was like, this doesn't make sense. Like, I've been working my butt off. I don't get what's happening. And I went home and I realized okay, what is it that is no longer filling my tank? What is it that I just really hate doing? And then what is it that I love doing? And I came to the realization that if I were to do one more photo shoot, 
I would take on a engagement session or a wedding. And I knew that every time I was saying yes to photographing family sessions and newborns and, um, you know, senior sessions, I was saying no to photographing things that I actually loved. Not only that, but I was only getting inquiries for family sessions because I was only sharing that because, you know, I was only sharing the work that I was getting. And so um, I decided, okay, it's time to specialize. It's time to say no to those things that I don't like and yes to the things that I do. And it was purely out of just being just satisfaction, just wanting to be happy in my job. I did not realize how much it was actually going to make my business grow. So I ended up specializing. I ended up saying no to family sessions and newborns and seniors. And I only started saying yes to engagement sessions and weddings. And fast forward a few months and I realized, oh my gosh, my business is actually starting to take off. It's actually booming. I'm actually starting to make more than last year. And so I really started to try to hone in and study, you know, what it was that I was doing in order to make my business grow. And I realized that it was just because I was specializing. So it's I tried to kind of sum up the story and make it a little short for you and not go too much into detail because um, I want to keep these episodes kind of short for you guys. But um, just know that I learned so much from just being able to specialize in my business. And um, it has taught me how to really, truly grow my business and make it what it is today. Um, I went from specializing in weddings to specializing now in specific types of weddings, not just any type of wedding. So, um, so I just want to talk today about what specializing really is, why you should do it, when you know you should do it, and how to do it in order to help your business grow. So, um, specializing is saying no to the things that will no longer help your business grow and saying yes only to the things that will. It is honing in on your craft and becoming the expert in your field. I did not know that that was what I was doing when I chose to no longer take on the sessions that I didn't want to take on, but in doing so, I ended up becoming an expert in wedding photography and an expert in engagement sessions so that I could become a better business owner. My business would boom. I could service my clients better. And that kind of just brings me into the why you should specialize. So you may be like me, actually. You may have, or you may are, you may be in this position now where you're just taking on so much work and it's all kind of all over the board and you don't know why you're unhappy in your business or you don't know why your business is growing. So you may think that, okay, after listening to this, maybe I do need to specialize, but I'm going to go ahead and tell you why. Specializing allows you to be fully present for your clients and being fully present for your clients equals a better client experience, which equals more referrals and bookings. It allows you to be fully present for your clients because now when you specialize, you're allowing more time for the things that you love, more attention to your clients, more attention to detail. And because of that, that leads to a much better client experience. Specializing also sets you up as an expert in your industry and opens up the door for education opportunities should you want to transition in your business later on down the road. Um, so just going back to that setting up as an expert in the industry part, um, 
when you specialize, you're making yourself stand out among your industry peers who maybe do everything under the sun. And instead you're saying, I only do this one thing and I'm going to hone in on that and become an expert in that so that one, my clients know that I'm going to serve them as best as I possibly can, but two, so that I can also know exactly what it is I'm talking about and know exactly what it is I'm doing. And I'm allowing myself time to really hone in and know what those things are. Specializing also makes you distinguishable among the rest of your industry peers. So for example, um, you have probably seen places, you know, maybe when you're driving or walking down the street that have signs on their on their windows or doors that say, you know, pizza, uh, pasta, burritos. Uh, and it's just like 10 different types of food that they serve. And I'll be honest, I am never tempted to go to those places because I know that they don't specialize in one particular food so that everything I try there is probably just going to be so-and-so. <laughs> it's probably not going to taste that good. Probably not going to be that good because they really, that food place really hasn't taken time to get to know what food it is that they want to specialize in and, um, you know, what they're good at. But if I'm walking down the street and I see specifically an Italian food place that only serves maybe three dishes, then I know in my head, whether it's subconscious or not, that they've taken the time to really hone in on their craft, which is cooking, and know the food that they're serving and make it good so that when I go in, want every single one of those three things is probably going to taste so good and I'll want to come back. Um, that's just a small example, but I, I don't know about you guys, but I cannot, I just would never go to one of those places that has like 10 different food groups on the front of their building. And it's the same thing. I can tell people that I'm a photographer who does newborns and babies and seniors and weddings, or I can tell people that I'm a luxury wedding photographer. And they're more likely to remember that I'm a luxury wedding photographer rather than, oh, um, this girl's Morgan. She does, I think, weddings and I think newborns, but I don't know. <laughs> When you can tell people, this is exactly what it is that I do, they're more likely to remember you, especially when it comes to referring. You can also start to see immense growth in your business when you choose to specialize. So I think that people are willing to pay more money for something when they feel that there is immense value in it. And there's immense value in someone who specializes and shows that they really know what it is that they're doing with just one thing. Yes, it can definitely be really scary to say no to certain things that you used to take on. I definitely get that. You're also saying no to opportunities for getting paid. But the more that you say no, the more you'll begin to retrain people on what it is that you actually do and start getting more of the work that you actually want, which in turn will help you grow your business. And it may take a little bit, but I want to encourage you to be patient and hang in there. When you get to that point, you can work less for more money. So when I was doing everything under the sun, I charged $1,500 per wedding. And then I charged anywhere between $150 to $300 per um, portrait session. And uh, granted, I was first starting out, but 
I just thought, oh my gosh, there's no way anybody is going to pay any more than $1,500 for a wedding. Like, that's a huge amount. But I realized that when I specialized, I started to know my craft more. And I started to get more familiar with my equipment and more familiar with what wedding days looked like. And I started to become better at what it was that I was doing. And because of that, I started to charge more. And now, I have clients who pay upward of $7,000 for their wedding photography experience with me. And that is something I never thought would be possible. But because of specializing, I've been able to make that happen. And because you're working less for more money, you're also less likely to experience burnout, meaning that you can serve your clients even better. So I don't know about you guys, but I've definitely experienced burnout, especially when I was first starting my business. So that's just a way to really avoid that so that you can also create a better experience for your clients and a better experience for your clients equals more money in your pocket and also more referrals and in turn more bookings. So I hope you guys are starting to see the pattern of why specializing is important. So you may be wondering, well, how am I supposed to know when is a good time to specialize? And I totally get that question. I think it's important when you're first starting your business to test the waters, to first get to know what it is you even like or want to do. For me, it was obvious that I needed to shift when I knew that I absolutely absolutely hated leaving the house to photograph anything else other than engagement sessions or weddings. I knew that I was doing a disservice to those clients who were paying me for family sessions or newborn sessions or senior sessions because I did not want to be there. And I knew that I really only wanted to be there to photograph weddings and engagement sessions. So um, that's when I decided, yes, this is time to shift. I also, I know I mentioned this a little bit earlier, but I also experienced a plateau in my business and knew that something needed to change. So specializing was a change that I needed. And I'll be honest, it was very scary. But um, but I would say the biggest indicators to know when is when you either experience a plateau or you get inquiries for something and you cringe or you book something and you just cringe and, because, and you don't want to work on it and sometimes it takes you forever to get it done. <laughs> so now that you know why and when, I want you to ask yourself how. So that's, this is a big, big step in order to specialize. Obviously, we need to know what steps we need to take in order to become an expert in our field and in order also to educate potential clients on what it is that we actually do. And also, when we specialize, we're we're also educating past clients who might refer us for, they might want to refer us for things that we used to do. So, there's a ton of things that we need to know. So I want you to ask yourself, what is it that I absolutely love and I feel like I could do forever? What is it that lights my fire? And chances are that there's maybe one or two specific things that come to mind for you and you get so excited when you think of it. So for me, that is beautiful luxury weddings in Colorado. I absolutely love photographing them so much to the point that I can't wait to get home from a wedding and call the images and work on a blog post for the wedding that very night. And usually I stay up until 3 or 4 a.m. Why? It's because I love it. So what is that thing that sparks that joy for you? I'm going to get Marie Kondo on here. Does it spark joy? If it does and you get so excited thinking about it and so excited when you work on it, 
that's a really great indicator that you're going to be able to sustain yourself on the one thing that you love way easier than sustaining yourself on multiple things that you feel so, so about. All right, the second step is to stop sharing the work that you don't want to take on anymore. This is probably actually the easiest way to educate clients on what it is that you do by only sharing more of the work that you want to take on. If people see that you're sharing, if I guess I'll just use me as an example again, but if people saw that I was sharing newborn photos, they would think that that's what I offer. But because I don't share that and I only share wedding images, they know that that's exactly what I offer. And I'm not going to get inquiries for people who need a newborn session because they can clearly see that that's not at all what I offer. The third step is to change your elevator pitch. So mine used to be, hey, I'm Morgan and I'm a Colorado photographer. And really that's not distinguishable at all. But I used to say that because I used to take on everything. Now it's, hey, nice to meet you. I'm Morgan. I'm a luxury Colorado wedding photographer. And I'm also the host of a small business podcast. So what is it that makes you and your business unique? What is it that will, when people hear you say what it is that you do, will make you stand out and will help them remember what it is, especially when it comes to them referring you to other people? The third thing, or sorry, the fourth thing is to make it known everywhere on your website, in your Instagram bio, in the posts that you share. If you have past work on your website or blog posts that don't reflect who you are and what you do anymore, delete them. I deleted all my family sessions off of my blog when I chose to specialize. And even though I was worried about hurting my SEO, I was willing to build it back up again for something I actually wanted to do. Um, that transition was a lot of work. I'll be honest. I had to start blogging a lot more for the weddings that I was doing. And, um, that took a lot of time and a lot of work, but to me that was worth it because it ended up paying off. The fifth thing is to get comfortable saying no. When I first started making the transition to specialize, I was still constantly getting asked by past clients and potential clients if I would photograph their newborn session or family session. And I'll be honest, I was really tempted to take them on and say yes because, let's face it, I needed and wanted the money, and I even tried to convince myself that I didn't have to share those images online. But I knew I had to say no because if I kept saying yes, then those clients would refer me to their friends who also wanted family sessions. And I would be doing a disservice to my business by not properly educating people on what it is that I actually do now. So I learned to say no. And I also found a list of amazing photographers who I knew did an amazing job at those things that those potential clients were asking of me so that I didn't just have to say no to them. I could still provide them with someone who I knew would take much better care of them than I ever could. Now, you might be thinking, Morgan, haven't you heard the saying that you shouldn't put all your eggs in one basket? Great question. Yes, I have. And yes, I agree 100% with that. It's not wise to put all your eggs in one basket, which brings me back to one of the points about why it's important to specialize. Because specializing sets you up as an expert in your industry so that should you ever want to transition one day, you can. Oftentimes, when someone becomes an expert at something, they end up coaching other people in it as well. And trust me, when you let people know that you actually do know what it is you're doing, people will want to learn from you. 
Maybe you're listening to me and you're thinking, well, I don't want to go into teaching other people. And that's totally okay. That brings me back to another point I had earlier about why specializing is important. Because you can take on less work and still be getting paid more. Meaning your time is now going to be so much more open for you to go ahead and pursue other things you love. Maybe that's a brand new business idea or something that has absolutely nothing to do with what you're currently doing. Know that when you choose to specialize, you're now free for so many other opportunities at your door. And maybe you are that person who does want to put all your eggs in one basket. I actually don't think that's a totally bad thing. When you specialize, you can choose to make yourself so distinguishable among the rest that you're known so well for just that one thing that you do. And that's not a bad thing because you can go so far with that. All right, I hope that this episode helped you guys realize why it is you need to specialize, how to do so, and what specializing is, and also when you should do it. I'm going to end this episode on a listener question like I usually do. And this question comes from Ashley Margaret Craft on Instagram. I love Ashley. If you guys don't follow her, you totally should. She was actually interviewed on episode 13, I believe. Anyways, she asks, how did you decide it was time to invest in launching a podcast? Okay, so I've has I've hesitated putting this answer out there, but I'm going to do so because this is the let's be honest about business podcast. And the answer also kind of has to do with our topic for today. So I absolutely love photographing weddings. I love my couples. I seriously love everything about my job. It has filled me to the brim with joy and happiness for what I do. And for the foreseeable future, I'm still booking weddings. But I know that the day will come where I will pass the baton in my job and focus on other things. And one of the things I'd love to focus on is educating other business owners and especially teaching other photographers how to have a successful, profitable photography business. So in order to do so, I've been trying to set myself up as an expert on what I do and found that podcasting was a way that I could educate others in a more personal setting and also give tons of free content away. I love writing helpful blog posts and giving away freebies, but there's just something really personal personal about a podcast that hopefully makes others feel like they're in the same room as me. I just know how I personally feel about podcasts and how much they've helped me. So I also figured maybe there will be others out there who will love what I have to say and will want to learn from me with this medium. So Ashley, I hope that that answers your question. Um, As always, you guys, I hope that you love this episode and I hope that you leave a review and um, you don't even have to write anything. You can just tap the stars, Um, but definitely reviews help this podcast get seen and they're so encouraging to me. If you love this episode or have questions about this episode, um, please feel free to email me. My email is morgan at ladyilgphotography.com. That's morgan at l-a-d-y-i-l-g photography.com and I would love to answer your questions for you. If you have uh, topic ideas, please also email those to me because I'd love to serve you guys as best as I can. As always, I hope that you have an amazing week. Please feel free to also email me and share your honest moment of the week. I love having those real honest conversations. And until next Wednesday, I will, I hope you guys have an amazing week and I'll be back here again soon. 
Thanks so much for listening. For more information or to learn a little bit more about me and my brand, you can follow me on Instagram at Lady Ilg. That's L-A-D-Y-I-L-G. Or visit LadyIlgPhotography.com. If you have any questions you'd like me to answer for you on a future episode, simply email me at morgan at ladyilgphotography.com with your question, and I'd love to answer it for you. Your questions are encouraged and welcome. I look forward to showing up on another episode soon.